You are listening to a life-impacting message preached by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi is the pastor of the First Love Church London, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Heward Mills. The First Love Church is full of zealous young people who love and desire to work for the Lord. You will be encouraged and uplifted as you listen to this powerful message. Let us pray. Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Let your will be done amongst us today. Let your power be seen amongst us. Your power of change, your power of salvation, your power of grace, and your power of promotion. Let it come amongst us. Establish us in your house. Establish us in our calling and establish us in the will of God. Father, let every life represented here be blessed, O oh God. Bless these lives, O oh God. Bless their public lives. Bless their private lives, O oh God. Heal their sicknesses, O oh God. Heal their diseases, O oh God. Let there be healing, Lord. Let every pain be taken away. By the power of your spirit, O oh God. Thank you, Father, that you know us by name. You called us by name. Heal our secret pain. Heal our secret diseases. Heal our secret discomforts, O oh God. Let them be healed. Thank you, Lord, for your power. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your great mercy that you have shown and that you show and continue to show us, Lord. Let us be blessed that we may be blessed. In Jesus' name I pray. And everybody said, Amen. amen. A better amen. amen. An even better amen. amen. Beautiful. God bless you. And take your seats. Yes, you can take your seats. Okay, 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 okay. Beautiful blessing. God is good. God is gracious. God is merciful. God is kind. What a beautiful blessing. Are you excited to be in church? Good to see all of you. Always nice to see the saints of Apache. Because you are always here. So it's a great blessing. Good to see you. Today is the last in our series of Stay Connected. Um, so um, I think that we would uh, quickly go through what we have to go through and then we will be done. And if God shows us mercy and gives us opportunity, we would um, start sharing something else till, till 19th of July. And then we'll see what happens after. God is gracious. It's beautiful. So, well, we've been talking about stay connected, and um, I believe that. How many of you have learned something? How many of you have not learned anything? How many of you are not sure? Okay, how many of you have learned something? You've learned something. You've learned something. Okay. I guess those who are not lifting up their hands are new. Today is your first time. So, 
for your sake. Um, let's turn our Bibles to John chapter 15. Okay, John chapter 15. And um, I'm reading from verse 1, which says that I am the true vine, and my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Okay? Now you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me. Abide in me. And I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can ye, except ye abide in me. That is, unless you stay connected. Abide in me. Stay in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. Nothing means nothing. Okay? If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered. And men gather them and cast them into the fire and they are burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. So there are several blessings for staying connected. There are several blessings for staying connected to God, staying connected to where God has put you. Where one of the blessings is that you don't, you wouldn't wither and be thrown away and be cast away. Because he that does not abide in me is, is cast forth as a branch and is withered. It's like throwing it, you become useless. So you have to be careful to stay connected. Reverend Lawrence, good to see you. You have to stay connected so that you don't wither. Because when you're not connected, you wither. Um, people don't believe it. And, um, uh, but I believe that you believe it. That you, when you are not connected, when you are not connected, when you are not connected to who? Connected to God. Connect to God, connected to the church. Because the church is the body of Christ. You always have to remember that. You always have to remember that. Uh, those of us who sometimes think, or those of you who know people who think that the church is an ordinary society. You know, the church is just something, you know. You know, like you saw the film stars, people. When people um, get the spirit of madness, then they start calling the church, you folks, you people, you this, you that. You know, it's, it's like you change, you change how you talk about the church. You know, because, because of a lack of, a lack of, um, um, I want to use, I want to use the, the, the biblical term. When it was talking about the communion, he, say, he says that when you can't discern the body, you can't discern, you can't, you can't tell that this is the body of Christ, then you eat it 
and you partake of it anyhow because of a lack of discernment that this thing is actually the body of Christ that this is the body of Christ and he said because of that many sleep many sleep that is many die not that they, not that they go to bed but many die and many become weak and many become sick so it is important to discern when you are dealing with the church that this is the body of Christ this is, this is something that God is doing it's not something that man is doing it's not, it's not like man is saying that come and worship man but it is God's work and God's building and God's, God's activity it's what God is doing. So it is the body of Christ. So when you are, when you, um, not when you are backsliding, you won't backslide, but don't get to the point where you refer to the church. It's as if it's nothing. You know, it's like it's nothing. That is when, that is when evil spirits have taken over someone's life. That's when evil spirits. So when people stop discerning, they can't discern that this is the body of Christ. Then we behave in different ways. We talk in different ways. We talk, act, Anyway, anyhow, in fact, it was you know these people. And meanwhile, meanwhile, like you saw in the film stars, the real reason why they are backsliding, they won't say. There's always a real reason. I have gone by the grace of God. I have gone past that phase where I feel bad when people blame the church and because of their leave the church. I used to be worried. And say, oh, what did I say? Maybe I didn't say something right when I was preaching. Or maybe this. Oh, now, now I've seen that. Just as we saw. Usually, usually when they say they are living and they are giving all their stories and their hair is standing on top of their head and at the back of their necks and they are behaving like some dinosaurs that are about to fly into the air. You go and check into their private lives. You see what they are into. You will see the real reason why they are taking off. You have nothing to do with the church. I'm very calm and relaxed now when people are, you know, shaking and moving with their hair at the back of their neck standing and talking. I'm very, very relaxed. I just say, oh, we've seen your type. We've seen your type before. We've seen your type before you came. It was in the 90s that I would be worried. Not in this century. In this century, when I say, I just say, oh, you wait, we'll see, we'll see the truth soon. You watch. That's even if we are interested to follow you. Yes. If you are interested to follow, we'll discover why. You saw, you saw her when she was caught and she said she's laying hands. Hey! <laughs> where, where is that girl? Where is she? Ah, <laughs> uh-uh, yeah. Okay. Hey! If I know people, though. When you've been caught, you said you are praying to so just lay hands on, on him. What, was it Holy Ghost baptism or what? You don't even know. It was on the spell of the moment decisions, like because those religious people have come, so let's do their thing for them. Tell we can't wait for next week. We want to see, we want to see how you will end. Yeah, we really want to see it. We really want to see it. Yes. You've been caught in the act, you say you are praying. When we say come to church, come and pray, we say you people, we say you should pray at 5 a.m. Is that the only slot that God has? Is God a GP? Is God a GP? That's what you are asking us. That, is that the only slot? Is God a GP? Or a dentist? 
people. People can, people can say things so. <laughs> Is that the only slot that God has? <laughs> so if he has a slot at 3 a.m., will you come? <laughs> I tell you. You see, a few, a few months ago, somebody was leaving the church. He, the person gave the same reason. Yes. He said, why? We say, we, we say you should wake up at 5 o'clock. So as he was saying, I said, hey, this is they are saying. You may think they are joking, but it's very, very real. That is, that, is that the time? Is that the only time? When, why must I wake up at 5 and pray? That's what she said to me. I have a message on my phone. She said, I must we wake up at 5 and pray every day. Will you even get that somebody will tell you that wake up and pray? Will you even get Yeah. But they've had another dimension. Is that the only slot God has to touch? <laughs> yeah. I tell you, it's, it's, it's fantastic. When people are backsliding, it's very, it's very, very fantastic if you see how they think, how they operate. You almost can't believe it. To cover up, to cover up their real, their real feelings, the real feelings. They know all sorts of ideas and concepts. And even hatred. But it's beautiful. Anyway, we're talking about abiding, isn't it? Yes. It's all part of the abiding. Yes. They, they are helping us to understand how to abide. But when people are not abiding, there are other reasons why they are not abiding. Even though they'll be saying it's prayer meeting, it's this, it's that. I'm sure soon they'll tell us that it's wasenta, wasenta, and, and any center. But they have other center leaders. Hmm? 30, minutes. 30 minutes, yes. And you saw how she was smiling sweetly. It's like, it's like 30 minutes is enough. <laughs> so stay connected, okay? Are you connected? Mm. Stay connected. So if a man abide not in me, he's cast forth as a brand. What's verse 7? Then he's, then he's saying, as a, when you don't abide to, your prayers are not answered. When you disconnect, it affects your prayer life. So people, people who are backsliding, people who are disconnecting, you see that their prayer life, which is their relationship with God, is also going. It's also going, it's also disappearing. They don't pray. So you see, even when they talk, they, they, they make empty words. Empty words with strong opinions. You know, be careful about people who have a strong opinion about something that is not based on scripture. Because they are not abiding, they are not connected. And the words of God are therefore not in them. They have formed, they have formed ideas based on experiences. And most of the experiences had led to their failure, their feelings. It's very wonderful how people can um, blame their teachers for uh, not doing well in school. Yes, my uni has messed me up. Yeah. So as you even hear people, it's like, it's like the church has messed them up. Most, most disobedient people fail. Yes. Disobedience leads to failure. And then when they fail, they blame the church. Or they blame their parents. Or they blame their school. <laughs> because they won't do the things that they were told to do. And then they forget that we have disobeyed. 
That they start from the point, they start the criticism from the point of failure. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, you ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. When you don't abide, and the words are not abiding in you, nothing happens. So it is very, very important. I'm sharing with you a very, very important subject that we must stay connected. Stay connected to God. Stay connected to the body of Christ. Stay connected to the word of God. Stay connected to the teachings that you are given, the biblical teachings that you are given. Stay connected to it. Don't disconnect yourself. And our main, our main thing that I've been talking to you about are the causes for disconnection. Causes. What makes people disconnect? What was the first cause? Shallowness. Mm. No rules. Shallow. Shallow. It's shallow people who ask that. Is that the only slot that God has? <laughs> it's, a, it's a, you know, it's it's it sounds it sounds almost like, oh, we've not thought of it. It's like God has other hours. But if God has other hours, why don't you want to talk to Him from now till that hour? Why don't you want more hours? But you see, they'll throw such a thing before you are confused. It, it, sounds, it sounds so wise. It's like, oh, I'll pray in the afternoon. But you know you won't pray. You know you won't pray. You know you won't pray. I used to have a, a, a prayer meeting with some pastors at 3 a.m. 3 a.m. I said, wake up and let's pray. Do you know what one of them said to me? You know what one of them said to me? He said to me, he said to me that he has a prayer meeting for another group that ends at 2 o'clock. Two, he ends at 2 a.m. So that's why he can't come at 3, 3 a.m. I said, ah, you know, brother, what you are saying eh? It's a lie. You are lying. Because if you really understand prayer and you've prayed to, to 2 o'clock, by two o'clock, you feel like praying more. Prayer is not something that by this time, I'm tired, then I finish. That is not prayer. Then you, then you haven't prayed. If you are praying, and by the end of the time when you are praying, you feel like ending, then you have not prayed, then you are not praying, then you have not connected well. You know, prayer is just like, I mean, it's like I'm tired, then I'm going. You actually force yourself to end so that maybe you can leave the house or go to work or go and do something or go and cook or go and fry an egg or, or something. But it's something that is difficult to stop. Yeah. You know, that, that, bro, that brother passed away, but thank God that he confessed before he passed away. He said to, he said to me that, look, I want to tell you that. That thing. I don't even know why he told me that. He called me one day and said, you see, that thing. I want to tell that look I was lying and you were right maybe maybe God was prompting him to confess that sin before he checks out hmm it was so so lies that you have another slot you you can't pray and you are not praying you can't pray at 5am do you think you can pray at 7am okay let's change slow prayer meeting to 12 noon After breakfast, after breakfast, you have tell me it's full. So come and let's pray. Huh. 
shallowness. What's the next one? Emptiness. What's the next one? Last. What's the next one? Rebellion. Rebellion. First Timothy. First Samuel. First Samuel. I don't know why when I come here when the verses are a lot. First Samuel chapter 15. First Samuel chapter 15. What does verse 20 say? And Saul said unto Samuel, Yea, I have obeyed the voice of the Lord and have gone the way which the Lord sent me. And I've brought Agag, the king of Amalek, and have utterly destroyed the Amalekites. But the people took the spoil, sheep and oxen, the chief of the things which should have been utterly destroyed, to sacrifice unto the Lord thy God in Gilgal. And Samuel said, Has the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice. You know, people like to do special things. We like to do special things, or we like to do other things apart from what we have been told to do. When we don't want to do what we've been told to do, then we, then we discover other humanitarian things. Do you know of a country that has a lot of charities but don't believe in God? Do you know of a country like that? You know of a country like that? A lot of charities. A lot of humanitarian things. But not to be a pastor or to go to church and to get souls saved. But other things have been developed. As if we are very good people. We are very kind people. So, is that what we are doing is to help. Is to help. Is to help people. So, we are here to help people. But don't believe in God. If they are to die. If you believe in the Bible. You will discover if they are to die today. They will go to hell. Despite all the humanitarian efforts. Because there is no verse that says that. Out of your humanitarian efforts. You enter. Except a man be born again. But that is exactly what they don't believe in. That's exactly what they don't believe. They don't believe in being born again. So you see, with God, God is very, God is very strict or serious about what he has said. Don't change what God has said. Don't change it. What what God has said, don't change it. Don't explain it away. Don't try, don't try and create something else that looks like or sounds like what God has said, but it is not what God said. Try and stay with what God said. He said, except a man be born again. Then after you have obeyed that, you can add the extra things if you want. But don't ignore what God said and say to yourself that God also likes such things. So I'm doing what God likes. That's why he's asking here that has God has God really got delight? In offerings and sacrifices, as in obeying the voice of the Lord, it's like obedience to the word of God and obedience to God's voice. Is it the same as offerings and sacrifices? He said, He advises, Behold, to obey is better than to sacrifice, it's better than to sacrifice and to hearken than the fat of rams, you know. 
Verse 23 says that for rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry because thou has rejected the word of Lord of the Lord he has also rejected thee from being king even though he has sacrifices with fat oxen and the best places God has rejected you may God never reject you you know today talking to you very briefly and very quickly I hope it will be brief and it will be quick on rebellion because it is the last the last thing I want to talk about as a cause of separation is rebellion it's like I have, rebe- I have rebelled against everything so I've separated myself I won't stay, I won't be around I won't be there. I'll do my own thing and talk to such people who are doing their own thing you, you, if, you are not, if you are not careful you'll be convinced because they have reasons they have reasons have you, they, they, they will have reasons they will have reasons why they don't go to church anymore reasons why they don't pray anymore reasons why reasons why you don't have to go to church before you're a Christian because they don't discern the body of Christ but when they talk you'll be convinced if you are not strong or you don't know what the Bible says See a man, see a man leaving his wife, separating, separating from his marriage. When he speaks, when he speaks, you'll be convinced. When he tells you the things, the things she doesn't do, and the things he's not happy about, you'll be convinced. You'll be convinced. But if you be kind enough to ask him, what scripture is this? What does the Bible say? What does the Bible say about what you are doing? You see him, you should see a man doing the things and, and speaking. Or you should see a woman misbehaving in the house and telling you that she will be the first to tell that look, this submit, submit things. You look, wait. I've been submitting now, I'm almost dying. My blood pressure has gone high, I'm almost dying. So you wait. Yeah. Yeah, this submit to you. Look, wait. Do you see them with strong opinions? Explaining things. But it's, it's, all, it's, all, it's all rebellion. Rebe- the person is rebel. The person has become a rebel. <laughs> rebellion, rebellion is the rejection of authority. Yes. That's rebellion. When people reject authority, when people fight authority. So you see, after, after shallowness, emptiness, lust, whatever, sin, all, all those things that have crept in, you see that now it's like someone against authority or against a system that has been set. That's rebellion. Now it's like I am going against it. Against it. Against everything that has been said and against everything that has been done. You see, there's a cause of separation. That's why you hear them talking. I'm, I'm okay in the church. Oh, I like the church. I don't have a problem with the church. But the pastor. Then you are talking about the church. It's the church. The pastor is the church. He's there. When you come, you know he's the one you come and meet. 
So, the title of my message today is The Journey of the Rebel. (laughs) It's a journey. It's a journey. With stations like Northern Line. Northern Line has stations, isn't it? Yes. Mm. So the journey of the rebel. He has a journey. Somebody said she's on a spiritual journey, isn't it? Yes. She has a boyfriend under the bed. That's a spiritual journey. Spiritual journey to hell. The boyfriend is under the bed. You say you have a spiritual journey. So you won't go to church. You, you have a boyfriend. Why don't you say the truth? Why don't you just say the truth? Look, I'm struggling. I've got, I've got this boy. I really like him. You think we won't understand when you say you are in love? We will understand. We will understand. Even though we won't agree, but we'll understand. We'll still make you break up, but we'll understand. It's better than lying. Truth is always better than lying. Just say, just say, there's a boy in my house. I met him on the train. When we got to Charing Cross Station, then he came on the train and he sat next to me. He started talking to the rest. I really like it. He's so funny. We'll understand. You think we don't understand guys that when they talk, they make you laugh and you really like it. We will understand. But you will break up. But we understand. Hmm. He's so understanding. Then you'll be asked, oh, have you been sleeping with it? Oh, oh, pastor, that's not, that's not the point. That is the point. That is the point. That is the point. That, that is the point. Oh, no, that, that's not it. But, you know, he's so nice, you know. Apart from everything, he's so nice. He comes out. So I've been sleeping. Oh, yeah, he comes around sometimes. But you see, he's so nice. Yeah. Let's talk about the things the Bible addresses. Not this fanciful feeling and thinking. And I'm talking about young people. Sometimes people are old, but they are bad. You see a grown woman like that, bad woman, bad. <laughs> when we give these examples, you think we are talking about teenagers and uh, you see something. You see them grown up like that, grown up. They are the they are the more dangerous ones because you you will not think or suspect. Yeah, they can do things. You see her grown up like that, grown up, grown up with everything all over the place, but she, she can still manage. <laughs> she still finds she still finds a way. I don't know how she does it, but she still finds a way. Hmm. When I become quiet like this, I'm editing the stories. <laughs> because so many stories are flooding into my head that I, I need to edit. You see? So it's, it's like files that are loading. I need to press delete, 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 delete. And you tell myself, no, 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 Richard, you can't say it. You can't say it. You can't say this one. That's what makes me look as if I'm catching my breath. It's files are deleted. <laughs> no, you can't get this file cannot come out now. No, it can't. It can't and it shouldn't. 
Yes. So on the journey, on the journey of the rebel or the rebel, the rebel, the first station is the station of independence. Yes. When you see somebody who's on his way out, first thing you'll notice is independence. Stop reading your Bible. You are becoming independent of the word of God. Stop listening to messages. You are becoming independent of counseling. Because when you listen to messages, you receive counsel. And you, and you also increase your knowledge of the word of God. So when you are, when you are separating yourself, you know, independent people don't leave the church. That's why it's the first station. They don't leave. They haven't left the church at all, but they are super independent. Won't read the Bible. Won't listen to messages. Won't pray. They'll ask you, is that the only slot that God has got? It's like they have their own personal slots that they meet God on. Lies. Lies. A praying person loves praying. And enjoys praying at any time of the day. I mean, you, you even be ha- you even be happy that you've been called to pray. You'll be so happy. You will say your prayer meeting has ended at two o'clock. So if there's a meet, prayer meeting starting at three o'clock, I think he even said something like his prayer meeting even ends at three. That's why he can't join this one. Just it's like it's too close. It's like it's like it's too close. So I've been, it's like I've been up I've been up since nine o'clock or something till this two o'clock or this three o'clock that you are talking about. So I have to sleep. Hmm. Hmm. That's all I said. I just said, hmm. He said, hmm, brother, you are lying. And then because because it's like on phone. So I should tell you that every 30 minutes or every hour, you know, just come and comment so that I'll know that you are there. The one day we're praying, and I'm sure it was the spirit of God said to him that look, these people they've set an alarm for every hour. So every hour they are asleep. Every hour, then they wake up, then they make a point, then they go back to bed. So I asked them, I said, I put it to you that this is what you, you should come and see. Yes, Bishop. Yes, Bishop. I said, you see, why, why do you even want to lie? Why do you even want to deceive? Who, who are you deceiving? Why don't you rather put everything and just sleep? Why do you want to give an impression of something that you are not? Hey, people are dangerous. Though. It's sad when people take serious things like a joke. It's very sad. That's a very serious. It's to your life. Life depends on you. You take it like a joke. Independent of the word. Independent of soaking messages. Independent of any activity in the church. Won't be part of a group. Won't join a group. Won't do anything. But I am there. I am there. But hey, I don't belong to anything. I'm not part of anything. I am my own person. Yes, I am my own person. I do my own thing. You see, when you see that, in yourself first. Don't think about anybody. In yourself. When you see that, you should know that you are on the journey. 
the journey, the journey of a rebel on the journey. Rebellion, the end, the end is rebellion. But it starts, it starts in a very subtle way. It starts in a very subtle way. Non-compliant, too much. You see, when, when you see, when you see your, you, if you, when you see your husband in the house and he's becoming independent of you, can't you notice? But you see, that one you will notice, but you will notice the church once. You see, he doesn't talk to you much. He's always talking to other people. He doesn't ask you for anything. Even your food, he doesn't even eat it. That's if you cook. Does he eat your food? Won't you ask him, so what do you eat? And where do you eat? And where do you get the food from? Does he ask you for any commutation? You know commutation. Yes. There's nothing. It's been weeks, if not months now. And you say, and you, say you are in the, you are in the, you can't see that you are independent. Can you not see that you are creating a problem? What you want? Because you remember the good times? He could hardly take his eyes off you. He will hardly, you, 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 you used to wonder, I mean, when, when you used to ask silly questions like, when you eat, don't you get full? If he was full, he'd be eating again. Anybody who is eating means that the person is not full. That's all it means. Why do you ask? I mean, if I finish preaching, the service will be over. So if you ask, ah, why, why are you still preaching? It means the service is not over. Or it means, have you finished what I have to say? So why do you, would you say something like, but you just did it yesterday or this morning? Do you want it again? But if he didn't want it, would he be asking? I thought the brothers would be saying amen and America, but they are looking at me and saying they don't understand what I'm saying. No problem. I'll, I'll leave you in your house. In your house alone. Let me leave you in your house and let me preach my sermon. Since you don't, since you don't have such problems, hmm. Hmm. the brothers are looking at me. It's like, it's like, what, what is he even talking about? Yeah. We were like, you know, you want him to be talking about the final roses of the spirit. When you are becoming independent of each other in your house, you should know that rebellion is waiting. The ultimate manifestation of independence is coming soon. And it's a journey. And it starts off, it starts off like, I don't need you, I don't want you. You see, that's why God said, that's the first verse we read today, John 15, said, look, abide in me. If you don't abide in me, if you don't stay connected, you become independent of my word, independent of me, you should know that you will become nothing. You will become nothing. 
Anything you start separating yourself from, you start living independent of that thing. Independent of you become independent independent of the choir. The choir is your family in the church. No matter what happens, whether you are given the lead part to sing or you don't get to sing the lead part, you have to do backup. Just stay there calmly. Stay, stay calmly. Calm. Be calm. Be calm. Don't separate yourself from the choir. Because you didn't get lead part, they didn't select you. Tell your neighbor, I hope you are not independent. Second station. Second station is the station of offense. When being independent is not enough, the next thing you see is the person is offended. The person is offended and not overcoming the offense. As for offenses, there will be offenses. You see, this one, this one, are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? This particular, this particular point, I call it the mother of all demons. You see, offense is like a little door that when you leave open, all sorts of demons will pass through into your life. That's what the Bible says, that guard your heart with all diligence. You see, the person who has become independent of the husband, independent of the wife, independent of the church, is not a mad person. She's too, she or he is not a mad person. If you like, interview them seriously. They'll give you a reason. They'll, give, they'll tell you why I don't talk to her anymore. They say, I don't like the way she talks. The last time I tried to ask her, she was giving me rude, cheeky responses. But you also have to know that if I don't forgive or let go, other demons will come in. Other devils are on their way in. Other devils are on their way in. The person who is so offended in the church, so hurt, I mean, so hurt. Hey. You know, one day, a certain lady said she's leaving the church. I was so sure that the problem was with one of the lady pastors. So I called this lady. I called this lady into this very room here. I said, tell me. Look, as, even before I had met with her, I had prepared what I was going to say to this lady pastor. I had prepared. I mean, I was really going to, going to go for it. So in this room, we sat down. I said, what is it? You know, usually offended people start off with, hmm. So she started, hmm. I said, no, 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 what is it? Said, hmm. And then usually don't sit straight. They sit sideways. Are you experienced enough to see all the body language? Say, yes. So she was sitting sideways. Hmm. I said, no, what is it? Hmm. And then they don't make eye contact. They don't look at the ceiling a bit, look at the floor a bit, and look outside. I said, no, no, no. I said, tell, look. Tell me. I said, I've been your pastor for all these years. Tell me if there's anything. I said, well, what is the problem? Do you know what the problem was? Do you, do you know what the problem was? Do you want to know what the problem was? 
Moi. I was a problem. I didn't know. Me. Hey. The fireworks I received here. She had a catalog of things I have said in the preaching that applied to her. Look, at the end, I told her that, do you know, do you know what I'll say? This meeting is like, I said, this meeting we've just had is like a confession. All these things you are saying, I didn't know about you. You are now telling him that this is who you are. Hey, things I didn't know. She said, oh, that somebody had told me that this, because of that, I've said this. this they told me that this, because of that, I said this. They t- I said, what? I said, you almost make me feel as if I have prophetic anointing. Prophetic. <laughs> She said you have the problem. Not, she said not anybody you. The things you've been saying. I said, hey, sister, I didn't know. You are, you are telling me things. I am discovering things. I saw, as I did, at the end, it turned out to be even counseling session for you because I don't know all these things about you. So now I will help you. Since you've told me this, what you've been saying, look, I will tell you more things to your face. Now there's no congregation here. It's me and you. <laughs> You know, as usual, I mean, she cries small. Look for some tissues. Dab the tissues small, cries small, says sorry. And then she stayed in the church and we lived happily ever after. <laughs> yes. Guard your heart with all diligence because out of it are the issues of life. Don't be offenses, don't be things. Don't be thinking, but guard your heart. Don't leave your heart open. You see, you see, people have become cold. They become cold because of something. There's a reason. There's a reason why they become cold. Because they've not been able to overcome certain things. And you see, that coldness is guiding you, it's ushering you gradually, gradually, gradually into rebellion. Gradually is ushering you into rebellion. Matthew chapter 24, verse 10 says that, and then shall many be offended and shall betray one another and shall hate one another. When there is offense, there will be betrayal. When there is offense, there shall be hatred. You haven't seen parents who have drawn apart. Husband and wife, they've drawn apart. Sometimes they live, they live in different rooms under the same roof. Or sometimes they live in different cities on the same earth. <laughs> yes. I mean, they, I mean, these are people, these are people that were inseparable. That you can't easily separate them. You will see them when they're younger. You see, everywhere, everywhere he is, she shall be there. Yeah, somebody say even at workplace. But now go and see them. Go and go and see them. Like tenants, roommates will be in the same room. Like tenants, different rooms. Like this one has come to rent this room, and this one also come to rent this room. 
It's in a happy moment. Happy moments, Christmas or birthday or something. Before that one has ended up in the other, other room. And then by the following day, they continue. Yeah. You see, when you are, when you are young, you, you, when you see such things, you may not understand and appreciate it. You wouldn't know what is happening. You can't even imagine, you can't even imagine that it can become like this. But it becomes. It becomes. To the best of them, it becomes. This is one of the first times I heard of people living in husband and wife living in separate room. You know, the lady was a little bit on the bigger side. So I remember I said to myself, because it was the daughter who was telling me, I said to myself, Oh, you, you don't you don't understand me. If the bed is, the bed is not big. So mommy needs another room. <laughs> People are laughing at me. When, when, you see, when you don't know something, you, you actually you can't even imagine that it can become. Jesus, you can't imagine that this church member you have loved, cared for so much can become so offended and hate you so much and betray you. Do you know the meaning of betrayal? Betrayal, betrayal is when the person decides to expose you to the outside world. That's betrayal. That's why that's why the word is used that Judas betrayed Jesus. He brought outsiders. He brought outsiders to him. Because there can be people, there can be people who are offended or independent or whatever, but they never they never expose you. They don't say anything bad. They don't say anything bad. They don't expose they don't expose you to your haters and to the whole world for the whole world to be running commentary. Those are that that's that's treachery and betrayal. You see, people they don't say anything. They don't say anything because you too, there are things about you that can be said. Hey, are there not things about you that can be said? Do you not have secrets? Is there anybody here who does not have a secret? A secret. Secret. Is there anybody who you don't have a secret? As we see you now, that is who you are. Is there anybody here like that? And how many of you have secrets? I mean, little things, big ones and small ones. I mean, some of the secrets are like, some of the secrets are like 30 years old. Some are like 20 years old. Some are 15. Some are a year old. And some are a day old. A day old. (laughs) Yes. Someone is saying that his secret is five hours old. I don't don't know. That means 7 a.m. Hmm. Leads to betrayal. That means that I will expose any, anything I can find, anything I can lay my hold on. It's like, hey, the whole world come and see. That's what that's what Judas did to Jesus. He brought people, come and get him. Come and get him. Come and get him. Come and come and take this one. Hey, you know, the other day I was sitting in my house. Lot of things were carrying to me, and I said, I don't know why I thought about I thought about my, my father, my biological father. I said to myself, Hey, my father knew a lot of things he didn't say. 
because I was sitting there and I realized that I know a lot of things about people and I haven't said anything I don't say anything I said hey is this I was, I was, I was thinking, I said, is this the world is this how the world is is this how life is you have church members you are with them or you are with them you see, but, you see, but that is a faithful spirit. It concealeth a matter. When someone has a faithful spirit, it concealeth a matter. Because you don't, you, don't, you don't want to embarrass people and send them to hell. And make them offended or make them afraid or make them flee and run away. Yeah. So you turn a blind eye. That's what it's called. You turn a blind eye on it. A blind eye. <laughs> The next station. Are you understanding the journey of the rebel? Mm-hmm. His next station is passivity. 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 Passivity is when the person has actually become cold. Not active, not alive, not involved anymore. And you know, I'll tell you, I'll tell you something about passivity. Passivity is a wicked spirit. Because it was passivity that was used. That was used to kill Uriah. It was passivity that was used to kill Uriah. They were giving the instruction. Put him at the hottest part of the battle. And when the battle is hot, arrows are flying. Withdraw. Don't get involved. Don't fight. Don't do anything. Don't get involved. Because if you get involved, you can protect him and you all fight and you win the battle. So don't get involved. When you have people, you see, passivity can be used to kill ministries and to destroy ministries. And to have a negative effect on ministry. By just by just watching on, I won't do anything. I won't do anything. I won't come in, into anything. I will just watch. It's one of the wicked spirits that anybody can employ. And you see, when people are, be- are about to become rebellious, they go cold. Cold. Won't support anything. No offerings, no tithe, no communication, no involvement. Nothing. Nothing. And he wrote in the letter saying, Set ye Uriah in the forefront of the hottest battle. Second Samuel eleven fifteen, And retire ye from him, that he may be smitten and die. Retire ye from him. In other words, hold back. Become cold. Don't get involved. Watch him, watch him struggle and watch him die. Say you don't care. Say you're not involved. It's like I'm trying to save myself. I'm trying to save myself. There's somebody who has taken somebody's wife. He he is the one who has committed the offense. And look at the instructions he's given. He's taking this man's wife, impregnated her. And to save himself, he's saying, Let's kill him. Let's do what we can for this man to die so I can be free and marry the, the, the woman. 
Sometimes you can't imagine what people can do. The height of wickedness. The things that people can do and the things that people can imagine to do. Instead of admitting they are wrong and asking God for mercy. By the time, by the time he repented and went to pray, lying in the temple, that's when it was after this that he went to write Psalm 51. Uriah was dead. Uriah was dead and, and gone. As he was singing Psalm 51, Uriah was dead and gone. He was gone. He has deployed, he has deployed the weapon called passivity, and the man has been wiped out. And he had repented and he's crying. Take not thy spirit from me, O God. In sin was I made, and sin was I born, and in sin iniquity was I this now. Seeing big, big things before God. Over, over a woman, over a woman. Not, not if, he didn't even want the kingdom. It's not as if, it's not as, if he, as though he wanted to be the king. Because he was the king already. Over a woman. Another woman, another beautiful girl that he has seen having her bath. God, what are you people thinking about? You seem to be thinking about something. You think about passivity, isn't it? It's a very deadly thing. You are offended. You don't want things to be resolved. You don't like things to be resolved. Sometimes it even sounds child. It's like you're like being childish. But I think I think I don't know. I think a childish is childish. When you're a child, you're a child. When you're not mature, you're not matured. When you don't understand and appreciate some things, you actually don't understand and appreciate it. You're so I mean you're so obsessed, obsessed by another girl that you will kill everything, you will destroy every good thing around you because of another girl. In case you didn't know, I'll tell you, many years ago, somebody wrote a book, The Beautiful Ones Are Not Yet Born. Younger people always look more frisky than older ones. But older ones are wiser. Mm -hmm. Older ones are wiser. They are wiser than young people, according to the Bible. Even though they may not look frisky. They may not be able to dance, get down on it. Get down on it. They may not be able to dance, but I mean, they are. So you see, it also depends on the eyes you are using to look. Whether you are using the eyes of the matured or the eyes of the child. Matured eyes sees beauty in the wisdom the person speaks, and the wisdom, the wisdom the person is able to bring onto the table. Matured eyes will use that because it's in wisdom that you will prosper, not in ejaculation. Yeah, yeah. doesn't prosper anybody. You need wisdom. Her waist may be stiffer, but her brains are not stiff. If you understand what I'm saying. The next station, the next station. If when I start saying real things, you start looking as if as if you are watching the a football match. Hmm. Okay, we have to finish now. So the next station of the rebel is the critical stage. 
Because you see, people don't become quiet for a long time. They need to give reasons why they are doing what they are doing. So they start speaking. And when they start speaking, they start criticizing. Yes. That's what they, they will say to you. That, is that the only slot God has? First, they, they were quiet. They, were not, they, they are just not coming for the meetings. They are quiet. They won't say anything. When you call, they won't answer. But the way they start speaking, it's like they need, they need any senseless excuse and argument to justify their state. When you hear someone criticize, criticizing his church, criticizing Christianity, criticizing God, criticizing the husband, criticizing the wife, look at him with, look at that person with 17 eyes. And if you can, ask the person, are you a child? Are you a child? Are you a child? Why are you talking? Are you a child? When someone starts criticizing, it means the person is looking for any reason and excuse to justify, to justify their state. So, what verse do you want to read? Numbers chapter 12. Wow. It's a rebel who criticizes. Because he has to find the fault. He has to find the fault. Why he can't do this? Why I can't stay here? Why there can't be like this? Why I can't do this? He has to find something to talk about. And Miriam and Aaron speak against Moses because of the Ethiopian woman whom he had married. For he had married an Ethiopian woman. I don't, I don't understand the problem. He had married an Ethiopian woman. For he had married an Ethiopian woman. He liked Ethiopians. He wants brown skin and curly hair. What's wrong with it? You see, don't speak against things that God has allowed. Don't speak against things that God has allowed. Don't become the judge of things that God has allowed. God has his servants. God has his servants. And God backs his servants. And when his servants make a mistake, God has a way of correcting his servants. Yeah. You see, Papa Hagen tells a story. Tells a story of a sitting with other ministers and they were talking I mean the other ministers were, were criticizing another minister and then they asked him say, say, because if you, if you know Papa Hagen well he doesn't say anything about it he, one, one of the things you won't get him with is to make a comment about a controversy or an issue he doesn't say anything he just continues his preachings as though he's never heard that something is going on in the world if he was alive during this social media time, you know he, you know hear anything. All the only thing you see is Word of Faith magazine has been posted. You will not have anything. But he said at a point, I think once somebody asked him, "What do you think about what is going on?" And he said, "I concur." These were the two words: "I concur," meaning that I agree. That night, God visited him. That night. That night. God visited him and asked him, who are, who are you to judge another man's servant? 
Have you read that verse before? Who are thou to judge another man's servant? I mean, I don't know. In this country, you don't have servants. If you are servants in your house, I would, have, I, would have, I would have used as an example to explain to you that when you have somebody in your house working for you, doing things for you, and then somebody comes from somewhere, the person doesn't like the person. And while you are okay with the person that you have, you're okay with, with the person. And then someone can, someone has an, a problem with the person. You, what are they, why are you judging myself? Do you know what the person does for me? Do you know what the person does for me? Or you come into a church, somebody has people he works with. And he's happy with the people he works with. They may have an attitude. They may have this. They may be like this. But he's happy because, because he employed them or he chose them for a reason. So when you start criticizing, you are criticizing somebody's servant. And the person is not your servant. The, the master is happy with his servant. He's okay with his servant. He's okay with him. Because he gives him what he wants. And then you are looking at other things which is not part of the deal. I mean, for he, he, doesn't, even, he doesn't even mind the other things. He doesn't, he doesn't even care. But then you can't be judged. Come and judge, you come and talk. Who are the that judges another man's servant? When you're criticizing God's servant, you have to be careful. God chose them. You are, in other words, you are telling God that God, you didn't know all these things. You've chosen the wrong person. Don't join critics and people who criticize them. Don't join them because when you join them, you are joining the journey of the rebel. We'll get to the end of the rebel soon. And you see why it's important to discover all these stations. Well, it doesn't, you see, rebellion doesn't happen overnight. It goes in stages. Every rebel I have seen or encountered went through the stages. When I sit down and I think deeply about it, I say, I remember when this guy was independent. I remember when he was offended. I remember when he started criticizing. I remember when he was passive. I remember all before he got to this point. Hmm. The next stage. Is the political st- station. Po- what is politics? What is politics? Who gets the highest votes? Oh, I want more. I, I want more people to vote for me. I want more people to talk for me. When you go on social media, don't you see politics there? When you put on your picture, when you put on, when you put your picture up on Instagram, Nisha. Next time when you go, what do you go and look at? The same picture or what? What do you go and look for? How many likes? How many likes? How many how many people have liked me? <laughs> Sometimes you see some people, I don't know why they do it. When they put their picture up, then they are the first to like. It's like I like myself. There are people like that. Every time you put that, then you see that you see that it's like I have it's like I've liked myself. You to come and like me. No, have you not noticed that there are people who do that? Yes. They are the first to like their own thing. They don't wait for people to come. You see, you see their name there. Why not? So you see, 
Nisha has put a picture up um, one minute ago. Then when you look below, like Nisha. <laughs> be why, why are you liking yourself? Wait for us to come and like whether we like it or not. <laughs> Politics is getting other people involved. Be careful when people are rallying you into their convictions. Yes. That's the that is that is this this the 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 rebel at work. When they ask you, what do you think? What do you also think? They never go alone. They never go alone. First they are quiet. You will think that, oh, that's where it ends. But then suddenly it's like, no, you see, they start speaking. Then they start going around. What do you think? Asking for your opinion, wanting your opinion. What do you think? Trying to convince, trying to convince you, trying to convince you that this 5 a.m. prayer meeting, prayer, God has other slots. <laughs> Which is true. But will they use it? Yes. And if they, even if they say they are going to use it, do they even have prayer topics? What are they even going to pray about? Blessed, bless. Blessed, bless. Oh, blessed, bless, bless, bless. Oh, God, bless. As I go out today, let my legs walk. And let my eyes see. And let my ears hear. Oh, God, today as I buy the McDonald's, let my tongue taste it. Bless, bless. Politics. Don't join any special groupings based on an opinion in the church. Don't join. Tell your neighbor, don't join any political groupings in the church. Don't join. Tell the person, rather, join film stars. Tell the person, join film stars. And tell the person, join dancing stars. And tell the person, join a basenta. Yes. Don't join other, don't join other things based on color. Yes, with the dark skins. Or we, or we the women, we the women. You see, we the women. It's a long, it's a long time since they had a women's conference. What about the men? We've never had one. So what should we do? Hey guys, we must have, we must have a men's conference too. Yes, yes. Men on the rise. I'll come and quote I from Isaiah say arise and shine men on the rise our light has come yes yes it's a long time we had women's but what about us have you thought about us think about us too we've never had one before we have never had one before well, we even make our own caps and sunglasses, even though there's no sun in the room, to wear our sunglasses and come and sit here with some caps and say, Arise, all men. Then we are sitting here with all men choir. All men choir. So we, we also discuss we also discuss the problems that men go through. Yes. 
midlife crisis. Yeah. <laughs> what to do? What to do when your wife is not pleasing to you? What to do? Seven things to do. Number one, stay with her. Number two, stay with her. Number three, stay with her. Number four, stay with her. Number five, stay with her. Number six, stay with her. Number seven, anoint her with oil. <laughs> Okay, let me move on to the next station. The next station is deception. You've got to be deceived to rebel. You've got to believe in a lie to do the worst things. Yes. Many rebellious people are deceived into thinking that they are greater than their enemies or their seniors. They think they are greater and better than them. That is why they, they rebel. When that thing enters your heart, I'm better. Why would somebody fight his father? Why would a little girl be rude to his father? Because another young unemployed boy has told her that she's beautiful. So suddenly she feels, hey, I don't have to listen to daddy anymore. I am better than daddy and I'm better than mommy. Because a young unemployed boy has been sending her texts. You're so sweet. The things, you see, the, it's like the things that mommy has never said. It's like, it's like perhaps David's having, maybe mommy is even jealous. Because mommy has never told me that my eyes, my eyes are like dove eyes. She, tell, she tells me that, she tells me, clear off, go and clean your room. And this one tells me that your eyes, when I see your eyes, when I see your eyes, I mean, when I see your eyes, I can't have enough of your eyes. The other day, when I woke up at dawn for flow prayer, I felt your eyes were coming into the room. I saw your eyes in the darkness of my room. Your eyes. Your eyes. I thought I was watching a 3D movie. I wanted to catch it. Your eyes. Yeah. I like your eyes. The mommy comes in and says, that, Hey, your bed, your desk, go and cook. Mm, you smell. Mm, this. Now somebody is telling you, Your eyes. Hey. Hey. You forget about everything. Why would you not like to hear from him every day? Is where the delusions begin, and you feel mommy is jealous, daddy is insecure, somebody is something, then you rise up against authority. Because we made you a center leader, you went to preach one nice sermon, and people are saying they are blessed. So you feel you preach better than the pastor. Yes. Or two people came to see you with their problem, and you pray for them. Suddenly you've arrived. Yeah. Suddenly you have arrived. Because the people came to you. They didn't go to the pastor. They came to you for yeah. counseling and prayer. Yeah. Mm. 
went past the pastor. But you see, the reason why they didn't go to the pastor because they, they, the person felt the pastor has too much. And this, their issue is not a big issue. That's why they came to you. That is why they came to you. That is why they came to you. And because you pray for them. And they say, thank you, since you pray for them, everything is over. <laughs> God, they call you pastor now. They call you pastor. They call you, they call you PC. PC. They don't even say pastor, they say PC. They say PC. They don't say lady pastor, they say helps. 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 You just have to remember that you are appointed. Will you remember that? You know that you are appointed. Yes. Somebody used his mouth to say that you are this. And you became. You have to remember that and respect that. Yeah. Not because now they call you PC. PT. PE. PR, PR, they call it PR, 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 PR. You're right, PR. Can I see a PR? PC, peace, peace, yes, peace. Hey, then your birthday, social media is flooded. Happy birthday, PC. Thank God for bringing you into my life. Finally, the next station. The next station is open rebellion. Lucifer did this. Yes, Lucifer did. He rebelled openly against God. Absalom did the same thing. He fought again. These are the these are the classic examples of rebels. Lucifer, Absalom, <clears throat> Judas. You see, we we know we know about Daniel in the lion's den. We know about Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego, but we have to know about Lucifer, Absalom, and Adonijah. These are also terrible biblical examples of rebels. Who else do you have there? Ahitophel. He was another sly guy. Joab. It's another one. And after open rebellion is the last station called execution any rebel you know wait for their end their end is not the end the end of a, the end of a rebel is not is not the rebellion the real end is execution that's the real end all these things I mentioned to you, all of the, all of them are the same end. All, all ended the same way. 
So next time you see somebody or you see in yourself that you are becoming independent, say to yourself, hey, I will not, I will not leave this group. I will not leave this group. You see, I belong to different groups. I pray, I pray, I pray to God. And maybe when you also don't have a prayer topic, then you found out God's slot. Pray for me too. Pray for me. I pray. I never separate myself from any any of the things I belong to. I belong to different things on different levels. I shouldn't become independent of any. Whatever is going on there, I, I, I would like to be part of it. Whatever is going on there, I would like to go. I want to go. I want to be part of it. When bishops are meeting, I want to be there. That's it. Bishops worldwide are meeting. I want to be there because I'm part of, I'm part of that family. I, I don't want to be independent of it. When bishops within master seed are meeting, I want to be there. I would like to be there. When bishops within first love are meeting, I would like to be there. When pastors are meeting, I would like to be there. I'll say, can I come? Can I come? Can I come? I'm always asking, can I come? You may, you may think that I'm, I'm going, I want to go and look for anointing. On, no. I'm afraid of independence. Yes, I'm afraid of independence. I'm afraid of independence. I'm afraid of not going home. That is my home, my marital home. I'm afraid of not going home to sleep. I always go home. No matter where I am, no matter how tired I am, I'll find my way home. I don't sleep anywhere. That's like I'm too tired or it's too far, so I decided to sleep. Even here, I don't sleep here. If you see me here overnight, overnight, that means I'm working. I don't sleep that I'm here and I'm, I'm asleep. No. The only time, the only time since 2003 that I slept here and I wasn't working was because my wife took my keys home, my car keys home. I think entered into her bag or something, she took a key. So, so I was here as I, I got out, I didn't have keys to go to start my car or something like that. Is that not what happened? I think that's what happened. Yes. Yes. That's, that's the only reason why I lay you see, when you are here, you are not working. You hear all kinds of noises in the middle of the night. <laughs> and I didn't have anything to do. And I didn't have a slot to pray to. So I just, I just said to myself, I look, I'll sleep. Hey, the noises. All kinds of people coming. Then I'll open my eyes and say, I'll buy in Jesus' name. Then I go, then I go back to bed. <laughs> separating myself from anything. I will, I will go home. I will, I will enter the house. If it means I arrive in the morning, I've come home. It's be afraid to separate yourself from things. Be afraid. Be afraid. No matter what happens, I'll eat at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll eat at home. If you go out with me, you will notice that I'm not eating. Because I want to go and eat at all. Yeah, 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 I want to go and eat at all. 
And I want food that is made in the house too. Hey! Don't take risks. Yes, I want food that is made in the house. Because you see, every, everybody's food tastes different. Yes. And therefore, and therefore, everybody's food smells different. Yes. I mean, I don't like, I don't know why, of course, I wouldn't know why because I'm not a woman. I don't know why women like other people's food. But women really like other people's food. They're always getting food from their friends. And say, oh, wow, my friend made this for me. Then you see them. I see, but when I enter the house and there's foreign food in the house, I can smell, I can smell it and I get unhappy. I don't want to say irritated, but unhappy. So something is happening in the house. Oh, then where did this thing too come from? Yes. And you taste it, you see, you say, mm, this one is not from here. Not that it's not good, though. It's, no, it's good, but it's not from here. Yes. And I don't want to separate myself from the food that is made in the house. I don't want to separate myself. It is, it is to that extent. I don't want to separate myself from it. That's why you see, when I go, ah, and I say, I've missed Apache. Let me come and talk to you. Because I don't want to separate myself from you. I have to come and stay attached and stay connected to you. <laughs> yes. Even that even that little you see that little that little thing of you see independence is serious but it sounds little that little independence I don't want it I don't want it at all I don't oh, sit down so I can I can end properly yes yes yeah. I don't like people separate themselves easily you see them they sing in the choir suddenly they are not singing in the choir you are wondering why they play instruments. Suddenly they're not playing again. You're wondering why. I mean, why? You look after children. Suddenly you say, I won't look after the children anymore. Why? I mean, why? Why? Why are you leaving the children? It must be difficult for you to be changed. You are asher. Suddenly you are not ushering anymore. Why? Why are you not ushering anymore? Why? Why have you become independent of the ashes? Why? It is. It is the journey. Of rebels, it starts with independence. Then next you see offenser. Then next you see passivity. Then next you see critical. Then it's getting worse. Then you see political. It's like now, what do you think? Before you're not the only one, but you found two other people to join you. And to agree with you, to agree with you that there's something going on. Then passivity. Cold. You see cold. You see cold. Dead cold. That's the killer move. That is the killer move. You see, as I'm talk, I've spoken today, I've emphasized two of the spirits or two of the stations. Offense and passivity. Watch those two. Watch those two junctions carefully. Watch those two junctions carefully. As you that you will eat your white food again. When you are coming, when you have you have a white white uh, uh, plastic bag with the silver foil in it, you have come. You won't talk to them. You enter the kitchen. Then you pour you pour it into the plate. It has this rectangular shape. You're coming to sit down your your shrimp for a while. You're coming to eat it. Then you won't talk to it because you've got you got shrimp for a while, brother. Ito, 
Because the end is execution. You are killing yourself. You are kill, you are you are you are destroying yourself. Ito. Humble yourself and eat and even ask for more. Even she squeezes her face, she's happy that you are eating. I'm telling you, I'm speaking on behalf of, of the wives' association. They are very, very happy that you are asking them for food. They are very, very happy. And then in your in your anger, when she's passing by, then you just say, "Hey, this is your thing." <laughs> you know, she won't, she won't mind you, but in her head, she's very, 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 very happy that you have you have seen the thing, <laughs> and you are even trying to smack it, and you missed. Very, very, very happy. I'm telling you, on behalf of the wives' association, I'm telling you that they are very, 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 very happy when you notice the things and you see the things. They're very, very happy. You see, the wives are clapping for me, the men didn't clap for me. Yes, they're very, very happy. No matter how unhappy you are, when you come on, just sit down. Yeah. And just say, Humble your, just humble yourself and say, what is there? Is there anything there? Is there anything there? Hmm, your food. Hmm. This, this KFC, I can't. Hmm. Your food. And then you know, the other one too. Hmm. So you let me finish this one. Let me finish num- number one. Then we'll discuss number two. sinning against God yes. you'll be sinning against God. not against it, against God Wawuzi. brothers will you eat in your house yes. I mean both foods will you eat it in your house you should eat it you should open your stomach and eat especially when she's not happy that's when you should eat more eat everything so when she comes back she will cook more eat everything the time she comes home, you've gone to bed. Pray to God that your snoring will be loud so as you hear it. <laughs> so when she comes home, she comes and see you snoring, snoring with your legs all over the bed. <laughs> Look, people, stand to your feet. Let's go home, okay? <laughs> I want you to pray that you will never be a rebel. Never ever. That is your prayer topic. We are praying for two minutes. Start praying now that you will never be. God save me from ever rebelling. From ever becoming rebellious. For ever becoming independent. Passive. Political. Offended. Deceived. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Everybody here. Everybody pray for yourself. Oh, it gets to the word of God. It gets to church. It gets to your marriage. It gets to any good thing that you belong to. Any good thing that you belong to. But you will never separate yourself from it. Never separate yourself from it. Pray for yourself. Pray just two minutes. Never, never, ever. God save me. I don't want to be a rebel. I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't like it. Save me, Lord. Save me, Lord. Deliver me, Lord. 
from ever, ever becoming a rebel. Ever, ever, ever. Lord, I don't want it. Pray. Pray. Speak it. Speak it. Push it out of your life. Push it out of your world. That you will never, that whatever you belong to now, whatever position you have, whatever place God has ordained for you, you will keep it. You will stay there. And you will flourish. And you will be fruitful. That you will never join the offended, the deluded, the hurt. You will never join them. You will never join them. The rebels, you will never join them. You will never be part of them. You will never follow a rebel. Never. Those at the back, pray. The back to the front, the upstairs. Everywhere, prayer. Everywhere, prayer. Everywhere, praying. That God, I will never, I will never separate myself. I will never separate myself. I will never separate myself. I won't separate myself. I don't want to separate myself. To obey is better than sacrifice. Pray for the spirit of obedience. Pray for the spirit of obedience. Pray for the spirit of listening, hearing, and obeying. Thank you, Lord, for your blessing. Thank you for your precious spirit. Thank you for your precious spirit. Father, we cast out the spirit of the rebel. We cast out the spirit of rebellion. We cast out the spirit of independence, O oh God. Lord, let there be stability that we may be fruitful. That we may be fruitful. That we may be fruitful in your house, O God. Let there be stability. May we stay connected. May we abide in you and abide in your word, O God. Thank you for roots and deep roots in you, O God. Thank you for your blessing. Thank you for your help. Thank you for the move of your spirit in this blessed church, O God. Thank you, Father. I give you thanks. I give you praise. I want you to finally close your eyes and just lift up your two hands and thank God. Thank him for thank him for the Holy Spirit. And thank him for the spirit of stability. Just say thank you to him for the spirit of being stable and being established in Christ, in God, 
in the house of God. Thank him for it. Thank you for it. Just for 30 seconds. Just say thank you to him. Just thank him. Just thank him. He's blessing you. He's blessing you as you thank him. He's blessing you. He's blessing you. A blessing is being released into your life. A blessing is being released into your life. A blessing is coming into your life. As you shift from the place of independence, from the place of rebellion, to the place of submissiveness, and looking up to God, and yielding to God, a blessing is coming to you. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for your blessing. In Jesus' name. Now while every eye is closed, every head is bowed You are here, you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior Somebody brought you to church this Sunday morning Or you used to go to church But you backslidden And today you want to say Pastor, pray with me I want to come back to God I want to come back to Jesus While every eye is closed and every head is bowed You want to say, Pastor, pray with me I want to come back to Jesus I want to give my life to Jesus I don't want to go to hell If you are here like that While every eye is closed, every head is bowed You say, Pastor, pray with me I want to come back to Jesus Quickly lift up your right hand And I'll pray with you I want to give my life to Jesus God bless you God bless you, I can see your hand Just your right hand, I'll pray with you God bless you If you have your hand up Very quickly, come to me right here in the front Come, come, come to me, come You lifted up your hand, come Maybe you have, you've not even lifted up your hand But you want to give your life to Jesus You want to come back to God Still come to me, still come 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 very quickly Don't delay From upstairs, wherever Come to Jesus very quickly Rush to Jesus Rush to Jesus Come to him Come to him It's very important that you give your life to Jesus today Come from wherever you are Come it's your day. It's your day of salvation. Yes, he will. Come. Upstairs, downstairs, the side, wherever you are. You want to give your life to Jesus. Come to him today. Come. I'm waiting for you. Let's sing it one more time.
heads and pray by your heads those of you in front I want you to say this prayer with me and the whole church you help us as we pray say with me say heavenly father I am a sinner please forgive me of all my sins please have mercy on me I believe in Jesus I believe Jesus died for me and he rose up on the third day now say Lord Jesus say boldly say Lord Jesus please come into my heart be the Lord of my life I give myself to you I give my life to you take me Lord and be the Lord of my life say thank you Father for accepting me in Jesus name Amen Father I pray for all these precious ones fill them with your spirit Lord thank you for your spirit that has drawn them to you today fill them with your Holy Spirit that he will teach them that he will guide them that he will convict them Lord thank you for this beautiful planting and new life you have begun in their lives thank you Father in Jesus name Amen Amen can you see our pastor with his hands raised here please follow him this way he'll talk to you briefly and then you come back so go this way all the way God bless you clap for them We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more information, follow us on social media. Search for First Love London on Facebook and YouTube and First Love UK on Twitter and Instagram. Have a blessed week.